Hallo en welkom bij de podcast Steaks, Barbels en Business. Mijn naam is Ken van der Ede en in deze episode ontvang ik weer een special guest, Dan Hunter. En Dan zal het in deze episode hebben over NAD+. Het is iets uh, compleet nieuw, uh, het is heel veelbelovend, vooral naar energie en dergelijke, dus uh, ik laat dadelijk Dan aan het woord. Het is een episode vol met uh, moeilijke termen, veel uh, biochemie, dus uh, ik zou zeker aanraden om eventueel een noodblokker bij te nemen, dat je heel veel kan uh, opschrijven. Geniet van deze episode. Alright, good. Um... So, Dan, welcome to my uh, podcast. Uh, very happy to have you on an uh, episode. Um, this episode, um, Dan is going to talk about NAD+. I think it's something that not a lot of personal trainers are familiar with, but I think it's uh, something mainly in the, uh, in the future is going to be more and more important. So it's really interesting that uh, Dan can just give an introduction about what it is and why it's important. Uh, welcome, Dan. Um, can you give us a small introduction of yourself, please? Yeah, thanks, Ken. It's actually uh, quite exciting to be on a podcast called uh, uh, Steaks, Barbells and Business. Uh, it's I only for vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I've, always be, I've always wanted to be on a really cool podcast. And I'm happy <laughs> that I'm on this one. Yeah. Um, No, so yeah, you're right. Absolutely. NAD is something which uh, isn't uh, um, uh, spoken of much. And actually, probably because um, it's uh, it's something which either requires you to have a, like a biochemical background uh, um, to really understand its uh, its interactions, but also because the, the studies on how it can improve health are, are, are pretty new. But so, who am I? So... Yeah. Uh, Um, uh, so I'm Dan. Uh, I, um, I basically started in the industry around a similar time to you. I think that you were maybe there a year or so before, before me. Uh, there's always that running joke that, uh, you and I, and I think it was, uh, Christophe with the, uh, first three PTs in, uh, in Belgium. Um, <laughs> I, I think it will be around six or eight, but not, not much more, I think. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there are many. I know that I know the looks of stupor on people's faces when I decided uh, to become a personal trainer back then. Um, so I started actually uh, working with you at uh, at uh, Techno Gym, uh, whilst I was also a, a coach for uh, track and uh, swimming and cross country because of my triathlon background at a uh, an international school. Um, and then, um, uh, whilst we were working on projects with Techno Gym, we, uh, we also had our like individual projects. Mine was more like, uh, launching the boot camps. Um, and so I launched uh, boot camps in Tavern. And given my, uh, big affiliation with, uh, nutrition, for me, it was part of what I think made the, the success of, uh, of our boot camps was the incorporation of nutrition from the beginning. So we had these like, uh, 12 week transformation boot camps. Um, and, um, and so, yeah, it's, uh, it sort of booms. Like we went from five moms from the international school to 60 to 200 to 300 over five locations. And, uh, it really boomed. And so for me, that's why I've always, even though, um, you know, fuck, I, I love to, I, I love to learn about training and, and, and all these sort of things. I see, I seem to have gone more down the route of, um, of nutrition, at least 
people tend to ask me more questions about nutrition because that's how I started out and it's what I specialized in. Um, so yeah, so and I've sort of got this nutrition hat and, um, and cause I'm always wanting to learn new stuff. I, I, um, I try and jump outside my comfort zone into things like, you know, um, like we're going to talk about today. Um, three years ago, I, uh, no, three and a half years ago, I opened my, uh, the DH Transformation Center, which was, uh, it's basically, uh, it's a bit, it's a bit like a PT studio, but we purposely called it a transformation center so that we, people knew that it was about, you know, a holistic approach to transforming yourself and your body, you know, so nutrition, lifestyle, training. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just recently announced that we're moving to a facility, or sorry, opening a second facility four or five times the size of our existing one. And we're recruiting coaches to, uh, to, to fill that up. Yeah. Perfect. So it's basically where I'm at today. Uh, that's who I am. Um, I also give courses for, um, for the physical coaching academy and, uh, obviously I have my, uh, my genesis as well, which is, uh, which is also uh, like a, uh, a symposium style, um, set up with, um, because I've, I've, I've traveled extensively, um, for our edu- for my education, uh, over the last 10 years, I've made some really cool contacts, um, outside of Belgium. And I wanted to, bring something sort of new to the to the industry whereby instead of having people teach that don't necessarily coach clients anymore i wanted to really try and pull together coaches that are really coaching clients 40 50 hours a week and getting results so they could share you know no holds barred what they do um so yeah that's uh, that's okay. basically it Perfect. Long introduction, sir. No, that. it's 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 uh, we're we are in the business for a long time, so we need a long introduction. <laughs> no, it's important that everybody knows what's what what's the background, and it's just not something that you that you say from like a one year experience. Uh, I think that's really important. Um, yeah, yeah. So, for my knowledge about the topic that we're gonna speak about is like it's almost zero it's something that i did in a i looked at it i looked it up when i did a post i think in the beginning of the year it were the the wellness uh, predictions or the future of wellness according to forbes like an american uh, magazine and there was nad plus and then i um read about it and then for me it was really really interesting but it's it's something that for me almost sounded too good to be true. But then I saw that a lot of really good scientists are working on it and they're making really good progress. So for me, the only thing that NAD plus is saying is that it's like the anti-aging. So it's, it's a bit of not a fountain of youth, but it's, it's something that we all, we always thought that, um, we didn't have that big of an influence on how old we were going to get, of course, by getting as healthy as possible. That's important. But here we have something that is, um, yeah, according to studies, can be a solution to getting a bit older or um, getting uh, like better, more energy when you get older or something like that. So I'm really uh, curious about your opinion about it. Um, 
can you first uh, talk to us and tell us about what is NAD plus? What is it about? Sure. Um, it's definitely uh, uh, promising. Uh, there are there are a lot of people, like you said, that are getting very interested in it at the moment. Um, but yeah, I can I can explain a little bit what I know about it. So NAD actually is, uh, if I were to give you the exact name, it's nicotinamide adenine dinucleotide, um, which doesn't really say much. But actually, um, what it is is it's a form of vitamin B3, so niacin, right? That's the that, that's that's the first part. Um, it is present basically. Oh, I, I, I might be exaggerating if I say everywhere in the body, but nearly, you know, like it's, it's, it's got a role in a lot of things in our body. And the only way that I can explain it, um, is that it's a bit like, um, a waiter in a restaurant. Um, its role is to, um, it, to go and pick stuff up from the kitchen and then go and take it to a table and then go back out to the kitchen and bring other stuff out. So, um, one of the uh, um, things that, that most coaches will probably be more aware of is, for example, the, the production of ATP, so the citric acid cycle, and therefore the um, electron transport chain. Well, NAD or NADH, depending on where it is in its uh, path, um, because NADH just means that it's it's picked up a couple of hydrogen uh, uh, molecules and electrons, right? So, so yeah. it's it's the same thing, but it's just carrying a couple more um, uh, molecules and electrons. Um, it um, it's, it's basically the shuttle or the connection between the citric acid cycle and the and the electron transport chain. Uh, a, a lot of the uh, mistakes that I hear from coaches is they they think that actually the citric acid cycle is responsible for ATP production, which actually in itself it's not. You know, for one mo uh, for one molecule of glucose, the citric acid cycle produces uh, well, depending on if you take the two pyruvate molecules, it's two to four uh, ATP. So really nothing. Um, it's only when um, you start going through the electron transport chain that you can produce between 32 to 34 ATPs for a molecule of glucose. So uh, the role that NAD does in sh in, in shuttling across, uh, you know, stuff from the, the citric acid cycle to the electron transport chain mm -hmm. is, is really what determines how well we produce. Well, one of the main things that, that determines how well we produce ATP. Yeah. Um, so actually, if we look at that first, it's what is noticed is that it's, it has a huge role in energy, energy production, right? Um, that's the, that's the first one, but there, there are, there are many other things. In fact, NAD has been associated with improved, um, DNA repair as well, which is, you know, in the context of what you were talking about, uh, longevity and, uh, and aging, it, uh, it plays a huge role, which I can explain to you in a bit, okay. but it, um, because, um, what I, yeah. what I thought it was, was, uh, indeed like the anti-aging. Um, but if you talk about, of course, the energy, it can also be maybe for sport performance, it can be helpful. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it, it, a cognitive performance or physical performance, right? So okay. whatever we need the ATP for, um, 
we see that a lot of people uh, have a lot of brain fog and um, and difficulty concentrating and stuff like that. Um, uh, mitochondrial health is critical to uh, how the, the energy that we feel throughout the day, and therefore um, the role that NAD can play just in improving daily well-being uh, based on you know higher energy levels is, is is very important as well. Yeah, that's interesting because I that was my my thing that it was more longevity and the aging, uh, but it can be also of course interesting if we can. Um, influence our energy during the day when we are uh, when we are younger um if it can also be a big influence in it um i the nad plus so it's in supplements you can use it um but i think there is more to it than only taking nad plus um is there something is there like a uh, prerequisite precursor that you need to have your body uh, healthy before you get the real benefits of it or does it always work well um before you look at supplementing with it you just need to see if you've got the right uh, cofactors to produce it yourself uh, that's the that, that's the the first thing is especially if we're talking to young uh, young coaches um the uh, nad uh, or nad plus can be made in three different ways uh, in our body one is actually through the use of um uh, tryptophan, uh, which is uh, also a, um, uh, a precursor to serotonin, um, which is through what we call the de novo uh, synthesis pathway. Um, but then, you know, there are two other pathways where they use, uh, uh, well, well, you've got the press handler pathway, which is where it converts from uh, nicotinic acid uh, or, or nicotinic acid riboside, which is basically, again, you know, using B3 uh, niacin. And then you've got the salvage pathway, which salvage pathway is actually, it's a salvage means recuperating. So mm -hmm. actually we're able to rec recover um, NAD plus um, uh, th through uh, the cycle. So for example, um, when we exercise, we expect a lot more from our uh, citric acid Krebs cycle and electron transport chain. So we have to recycle um, NADH and NAD a lot more. So we produce more, right? So mm -hmm. um, in fact, that's, that's, that, that's one of the points, right? Is um, uh, some of the ways in which you can incre increase NAD plus levels are, um, or one of the best ways at first is just to exercise, staying active. Uh, you're going to keep your NAD plus levels uh, high. Okay, perfect. So it's, it's something that we can, um, so our body makes it ourselves. It's something we can definitely increase ourselves by exercising. But at some point, I, I don't know, was it from 40? years old until 60 years old it's um it almost uh, half of the the amount in the body is that correct or not that's something that i read so at it's some a, point in your life it decreases really uh hard so it's almost uh, yeah half of it that's only in the body is that correct or uh, it's it's highly dependent on um uh on the individual, of course, I, th I think that it's important not to um, to, uh, to to draw big conclusions from um, uh, for, for you know for whole populations. But mm -hmm. yeah, it, it, it definitely decreases with age. Um, it's normally um, 
measured um, in uh, nanograms per milligram protein uh, in human skin, for example. Um, and you see that it, you know, that it, between the age of 40 and 80, it drops by uh, half. Yeah. Um, but again, that's, um, that's based on um, uh, one study that was done in 2012. Okay. Um, but the, the major conclusion that we can uh, draw from it is, yes, NAD plus levels do decline with age. And the reason why they decline with age is because it's used in so many different uh, pathways. And um, actually, there are certain pathways that are being asked more of now than they were in the past. Um, and quality ingredients are uh, harder and harder to come by. Uh, so what do I mean by that is one of the things, like you said, is um, in, from a longevity perspective, um, NAD plus is, is highly involved in repairing damaged DNA. Uh, but if you take today and 20 years ago, there are many more things out there that are, that are damaging our DNA. Um, the air pollution, uh, radiation, smoking, uh, UV light, all these sort of things will damage uh, DNA. And these are things that we're exposed to much more than we were uh, in the past. So it's requiring more and more NADH and, and you know, sirtuins and stuff like that to help uh, repair damaged DNA. Um, yeah. The way that it works actually is that uh, you... If you've got damaged DNA, you've got uh, something which is called PARP1, uh, which comes and binds to the to the um, uh, to the DNA, um, and then what it does is uh, PARP then s synthesizes um, and other uh, repair enzymes are recruited, like NAD, um, to help to repair the DNA. What happens though is with age is you sometimes get this um, other thing called DBC1, which goes and sits on PARP1 to stop the um, synthesis and the use of repair enzymes in uh, repairing the DNA. Uh, what NAD uh, plus is capable of doing is, is capable of coming in and popping off DBC1. So then PARP1 can go through the the, the synthesis and, 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 and using the repair enzymes to repair the DNA. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And it's, it's, it's more and more interesting. Um, what I like to know in your opinion is where is NAD plus supplementation stands uh, for you? Like for me, it, there, there's a base of good sleep, um, low levels of stress, eating healthy, uh, getting the good nutritions in. And then we have the next uh, layer and that's like supplementation a multivitamin magnesium zinc uh, and so on is nad plus on the same level as a multivitamin or is it something that you say okay this is like next level or do you think that it will be um in like for the personal trainer in a few years maybe five years like a normal supplement to give to clients like a, a multivitamin or a magnesium what which is now for us trainers normal um, well, you know me, Ken, I'm not someone who likes to jump onto, um, trends and stuff like that. So I have more of a reserved approach to any type of supplementation, even though I love supplements, right? I use a lot of supplements, but I like to look first at what we can do from a, a lifestyle perspective always. Right. And there are a lot of things that we can do 
um, to maintain NAD plus levels as we age. And um, interestingly enough, I think that a concept that's not understood well enough by coaches, which is why I want to really make sure that I insist on this in, in our talk, is the difference or the importance of not just always being anabolic. Mm -hmm. So, you know, with coaches, they're constantly chasing uh, body composition gains, performance gains and stuff like that, which means we need to build more muscle, get stronger, burn uh, fat and these sort of things. And so we're constantly looking at being anabolic, right? The anabolic, the, you know, building muscle. Um, but there are some really important things that happen when we go catabolic. Um, uh, and, and, you know, th there are people that are talking about intermittent fasting in the context mm -hmm. of fat loss. And I'm not so convinced by it as a, as a, as a magic formula for fat loss. But where I am interested in it in is the impact that it has on what we call autophagy. And, um, so when we fast, we get into a different state. Right. And so uh, other things start to happen and we start to clear um, a lot of uh, sh shit from our body, basically, which is uh -huh. um, uh, a byproduct of building a lot of muscle. Um, but also we, we there are a lot of other um, uh, biochemical reactions that happen during that time. And one of the things is fasting and caloric restriction will increase NAD plus levels as well. Um, and so, a lot, you know, the, the, the importance of fasting and caloric restriction on aging is highly linked to the, its ability to maintain NAD plus levels. Yeah, and is that, is that is that for a specific period of time that you are aware of, or do you say I do this uh, to give an example? I do this with my clients in a one week base, or I do this uh, one one day every week. I do a fasting, or I put this in a longer period, or how do you personally um, plan this in with your clients from a yeah. health perspective? Okay, well, again, it, it's, it's, it's highly dependent on what the goal of the client is, mm -hmm. right? So if I've got a, um, a professional athlete or if I've got a, um, um, a stage athlete or if I've just got a, um, a person who wants general health, the approach will be different. But I definitely don't believe in, the, in fasting every day. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's important to insist on one phase and then on another, right? So... Um, To get our clients healthy, we also need to make sure they increase lean mass. So I'm not going to put them in a fasted um, uh, catabolic state every day if I want them to increase lean mass. So what I tend to do with them is I tend to choose a couple of days in the week where it makes most sense for them to um, fast. And then the rest of the days are focused on being more anabolic. So let's take... Um, Uh, you know, a, a working client, you know, that, uh, that's just gen pop. I, I'll ask them, well, when does it make, when does it make most sense for you to skip breakfast, for example? Like, when mm -hmm. does that, is that, is that okay for you? Is it better weekends or is it better in the week? Um, and some people, you know, they're used to skipping breakfast anyway. So I'm actually having to insist on them having breakfast more frequently. Um, but others, you know, they're not so much. And, The way I determine 
when we use it, first of all, is you know when is it convenient for them, like from a timing perspective. Um, but secondly, also is how it impacts their energy levels. You'll see that some people react really well to fasting. So if they don't have breakfast, they or or, or they fast for a period of time, they have a lot of clarity. They have higher energy levels, and and the reason why that is is when we go. Um, uh, catabolic we still need to produce energy and so we shift over to what we call beta oxidation which is the use of long chain fatty acids um, to produce atp yeah. well um it, let's be honest is long chain fatty acids um have many more molecules that can be used for the production of atp let's you know you take glucose it's a six carbon Molecule. So for, for each um, one, you get 34, um, uh, 34 ATPs. But on a long chain fatty acid, or two, uh, you get, you know, I think it's uh, in excess of, well, it's anywhere between 14 to 24 uh, every time. You know what I yeah. mean? So for every piece of long chain fatty acids, you get much more ATP, yeah. which explains yeah. why people feel that clarity. That being said, if someone is much more, uh, uh, what's the word, efficient at using glu- uh, um, glucose or sugars for fuel, they don't feel great in the beginning yeah. uh, when they start fasting. So you want it, you don't want it to affect their daily life or their um, their performance at work and these sort of things. So, yeah, I mean, long answer to your question, yeah. but no, uh, okay. it, it really okay. depends. So if I get it right, um, the, a natural way for yourself to increase your NAD or to maintain it, if I say it correct, is to, to move, to, to train, and also yep. maybe um, have a fasting period once in a while. Is that correct? Just That's to look correct. At it that yeah. way? And then depending yeah. on your goal, if it's, if it's right or not. Is there another way that you uh, know of that you can uh, – that's a good tip um that pts also can can implement with their clients to increase the nad or well yeah i mean just make uh, i mean again the making sure that they get a good multivitamin so they've got enough niacin uh is is one thing making sure there's enough p3 uh in the body and uh tryptophan right that's another one uh, tryptophan is uh is part of uh, is involved in the process of making uh, new NAD plus, so that's another one. Um, Quick, quickly, um, I I don't want to um, get too long about that, but I know that a lot of trainers will listen that don't have a lot of experience with uh, supplements. Um, mm-hmm. Can you give me really briefly um, what's important to look at for a good multivitamin? I know that it's not easy to answer it pretty quickly, but. I know that a lot of trainers, if you just go online and you search multivitamin and you, you buy the first one that's on there, I don't think that's a good idea. That's a waste of money. Is there something that, that trainers can uh, quickly see if it's a good multivitamin? And if it's not possible to answer in a sh- short answer, do you have some brands that you um, say, okay, if you buy this brand, that's a good brand for a good multivitamin? Sure. Um for me, there are a few things that are important. One of the first things you want to make sure that you don't find in a multivitamin is um, these um, proprietary blends. Um, not because some of them aren't great, but when you don't know what's in a in it, you know, because a proprietary blend will be like um, 
they'll they'll enumerate five or six ingredients and they'll say okay this is the total amount uh, mm -hmm. but they don't say how much per ingredient is in there yeah. so there's no real way of knowing um wh how much of that ingredient of the, each individual ingredient is in there that's the first one second one for me is what I learned a lot from when I studied uh, orthomolecular nutrition is the bioavailability of, of each uh, um, uh, of each ingredient. And so uh, what is worth doing is just looking up, because I can't enumerate them all uh, mm -hmm. now, but looking up online the, um, the, most, the most bioavailable form of each vitamin that you're looking for, right? Yeah. Um, uh, that's, that's, that's very important. Um, and lastly is I would warn against what we call this uh, fairy dusting of, uh, of multivitamins. So a lot of uh, multivitamins quote a fuckload of ingredients, but actually the quantities in there are, 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 are ridiculous, yeah. uh, you know. So um, it's important to make sure that you don't see like things which quote like 10% uh, of your daily intake and these sort of things just doesn't uh, doesn't make sense um those are the main things the the supplements that i use most for oh sorry the the, the company that i that i use most for a multivitamin is thorn um yeah. i really rate their um their multivitamin the one that i use with my clients just because it increases compliance is the basic nutrients uh four i believe it is or five right. um why because it, it's um they have to take three caps uh, at any time in the day and it's and it, again it has a, a good blend of all the right uh, vitamins that you need um to make sure you have all the cofactors for um everything else that's going on in your body um Does another one yeah the, 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 oh sorry do you want to say another brand well, no. So I, I will say another brand, but I just want to say it's actually the one that I really like from Thorn. But I but I only recommend to athletes or to people who are really serious about the supplementation is the uh, um, Elite AM and PM because then they'll have a different blend for the morning and a different blend for the evening. Based and and that's uh, that's pretty clever the way they've they've set that up. But again, is that, is that a new one? Because I, I didn't heard of that one before. I always use the for, basic. It's been around for a few years, I would yeah. say. Yeah, it's been around for a couple of years at least. Yeah, but yeah, it's just harder to get your hands on. Um, I I know that I could buy it off iHerb.com, mm -hmm. um, but to find the supplier in Belgium that can give it to you um, at uh, wholesale price is much more complicated. So yeah. I use um, a guy that can give me the basic nutrients at wholesale price. And again, it's easier for compliance for the majority. I mean, if I've got athletes that are really serious, I say, okay, go to iherb.com and buy, yeah. buy that. Perfect. The only other brand that I think is really good is the Legion Athletics uh, one. Um, and that's one that won't be known to many Belgian. No, I don't coaches. know. And also it's, it's really, again, it's 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 an American brand. It's really hard to get your hands on. So I'm just quoting it, but the likelihood that you're able going that you're going to be able to use it with your clients is low. Yeah, and Torn is pretty easily available, and it's a really really good brand that I worked uh, yeah. with a lot as well. So I think uh, Torn, if they look it up, it's T H O R N E uh, for people who want to look it up. They have a a big um, yeah gamma of uh, supplementation, so you can 
and it's all pretty pretty good. Um, then, is there a way that you because the NAD is it something you can measure and is it something that you do or is it for just regular? It's not necessary to measure it or is it only laboratory or? It's measured in la in in labs mainly, right? Yeah. Um, uh, because the thing is, is what's what has definitely come out of the studies is. And and this so there are a lot of studies that have shown a lot of promise for different things um, for aerobic uh, performance for resistance exercise performance for bone density for uh, even VO2 peak uh, all these sort of things it, th there are a lot of uh, eyesight that, that are that are impacted by NAD the only thing is is that we don't know. Our, bed, our body is super clever, right? And so mm -hmm. what it does is it can uh, rate limit where things go. And, and the, what has come out of the, or my outstanding questions is, can we bypass the rate limiting effect of the, the salvage pathway to effectively increase, increase levels of NAD in all the tissues long term? Yeah. So what I mean by that is the salvage pathway is what is the main pathway which is going to determine how much NAD plus we can use in different tissues, right? So that's why we call it the rate-limiting uh, uh, pathway. Um, and so if you take it orally, it has to go through this salvage pathway. And so is it going to stay more stored in the liver or is it actually going to go to all the tissues that we want? We don't really know that. Um, or at least I don't at the moment. It's, it's possible that there are a few studies out that I have that I'm not aware of. So I don't need to quote me on this, but, um, uh, when they've, when they've injected it into particular areas, that's when they've had the most impact. Yeah. And that's what's very important to say is um, right now the supplements that are coming out are all the oral supplements. But some of the stuff that we've seen is linked to oral supplementation, but also down to the injection of it, which for me um, shows more potential to put it into the tissues that you need it for. Is it, is it in your opinion, something that you say, okay, make sure you... Uh, read about it, make sure you uh, keep contact with the NAD+. Uh, maybe in the future it can be really interesting or is it something that you already say, okay, if you can take this as a supplement right now, it can already benefit or is the, 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 the scientific research not on point for the moment, uh, in your opinion? Is I think that the um, first of all NAD plus as a supplement isn't one that's out there. Um, you have uh, the, the Elysium. Elysium Health is doing something, and what is what does what is that called? Is that a? Uh, I think it, Elysium has got either NR or NMN in it. It hasn't actually got um, NAD plus. Uh, let me look it up. So I don't know it off by heart, but I, I believe that it was. Uh, that can be. It's called basis, and the it basis can increase NAD plus levels by forty percent. So the the yeah. the, the, the name, uh, it's a property formulation of crystalline nicotinamide, riboside, and 
pterostilbene, which the human body converts into NAD plus. So indeed, yeah. So so you see, they they mentioned nicotinamide riboside, which is NR. So that's yeah. a, that's a form in which you can take it. So I said there are two forms in which you can take it, which are NR and NMN. Um, but there are other supplements which do impact it as well. Um, like you mentioned, there's uh, pteral st- uh, stilbane, but you mm. also have resveratrol. Um, resveratrol. Hello. Yep. Hello. I've just uh, <laughs> cut out on my uh, on my microphone. Resveratrol. So resveratrol is another one which can uh, can have an impact on uh, on on. Actually, they, both of them impact what we call sirtuin one, um, yeah. which uh, interacts with NAD plus. But yes, um, it, to not overcomplicate things, um, terostibane and uh, resveratrol are beneficial to take when you're in that. Uh, fasting or, or autophagy phase, um, because it will it will help even more with uh, the production of or the use of NAD plus. Okay, perfect. All right. Um, if we if trainers want to look look it up a bit more, do you have a, um, a platform or like a uh, somewhere they can go to to find more information, or do you say okay, just go to Google? And uh, type in study NAD. I don't know or DFC. Do <laughs> Google is a, is a, is a good friend for a lot of things, but it's not when it comes to like uh, reliable scientific information. Let's be honest. Um, but um, uh, I do encourage every uh, uh, coach, not just for this topic, for but for any topic that they're interested in, to to look at research. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Like. Um, I know that there are two schools out there. There's the the practical side and there's the scientific side. I'm the type of person who actually believes that, you know, you should be doing both, really. I mean, uh, it's not because it hasn't been demonstrated in science that it couldn't be effective, but also if something has been demonstrated scientifically, you need to understand why and how it works. Yeah. Um, so I would definitely recommend people to look at studies. So, you know, I'm on PubMed and NCBI and these sort of things. I've got a lot of uh, uh, um, memberships uh, with them so I can really uh, also so get... Just give me a few sites where you, where you, um, Sorry, yeah. <laughs> where you can find good information. No, just because people maybe don't know uh, yeah. to which websites they can they can trust for like scientific information. Can you give me like the three, your top three websites? I tell you what, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll give you the my number one on this topic. It's actually found my fitness. Uh, so found F O U N D, and then my fitness. It's okay. a website that's um, uh, from uh, Rhonda Patrick, who's really really good in these things. Um, so on her website, she actually has um, set up the website in a way that you can choose to look at. Sirtuins, you can look at NAD plus, you can look at anti-aging and all these sort of things. And she'll explain how everything works. And actually, when I was trying to understand the topic myself, that was one of the first places that I that I looked. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, and she's very, very science based. So she will always quote every piece of research that that she's using to to um uh, to um to quote what she's saying on top of that she has a lot of podcasts that she runs 
with uh, leading scientists in the in that field. Nice. So really interesting, interesting to look at it. Yeah, perfect. And then uh, another well, one that we can go to. Sorry, another one. Yeah, another just maybe like with uh, more. If you say okay, if you look for scientific research, uh, what is a reliable or uh, a website that you can trust? But examine.com, yeah. like examine.com for me is is another great one. Um, they are they're a little slower to post certain inf information uh, than Found My Fitness are, but they the, the information is more robust because what they'll do is they'll like, accumulate a lot more um, research before they post something about it. Okay, perfect, perfect, all right. Um, good. Okay, so if we look at the studies about NAD, um, what are the results from the studies? Because it's pretty promising, but can you explain me uh, or us a little bit about the actual results that they got right now from their studies? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'll quote them all, not in in any particular order, but um, uh, with supplementation of uh, NR or NMN, we've seen um, an increase in VO2 max. We've seen an increase in um, uh, strength from resistance exercise. We've seen an, Im an improvement um, in aerobic capacity. Um, we've also seen that um, in the context of obesity, and type 2 diabetes and insulin resistance, that there's an improvement um, uh, in terms of uh, obesity and insulin resistance. Why? Because one of the things which can cause insulin resistance is poor mitochondrial function, right? When, if, I, if, I, if I talk a little bit scientifically here, guys, so just bear with me, is one of the things that happens is when glucose um, is, uh, is high, we want to turn it into energy, and we go through what we call glycolysis um, because our, our, our first priority is to produce ATP. And so we try and turn as many molecules of glucose into ATP as, as we need. However, if when um, mitochondrial function due to insulin resistance is reduced, we don't produce as, uh, as much energy, but also we don't clear glucose as well. Yeah. So glucose stays high in the blood. Um, and again, in the context of once ATP, when we're in a fed state, is high, the next way that it goes is it will go towards glycogen uh, uh, storage, right? And again, we want to make sure that we can take all of that glucose in the blood and either use it as ATP or glycogen and then store it as fat. We don't want it to be stuck in the, um, in the blood, right? Yeah. Which is the main reasons for insulin resistance and obesity. So if we can improve the whole chain thanks to uh, the in introduction of NAD, then we reduce the risk of obesity and insulin resistance. Then yeah. um, that was being proven also by some of the studies on fed mice uh, at the moment, but they're really doing a lot of studies on humans as well. But can you give us um, an idea? Because I think it's all pretty brand new. Eh? The, the study yeah. that you talk about, it's not like it's a study from the 80s. Eh? 
it's like oh, no, it's no, brand new. Huh? Like two thousand and ten and above. Yeah, so it's 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 a brand new topic um, yeah. that they're looking at. Um, I think a lot of um, really great scientists are believing in it and are doing their best to to uh, to to get to know it as as much as possible. Um, what do you think will be um, the step of NAD in 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 society? Do you do you think it will have an influence uh, in some way, or do, are you pretty skeptical about it? You you said that we don't know exactly what the what the body is gonna do with it if we take it orally. Is it gonna plateau, or is the body gonna store it, or what? What's it gonna? What's the body gonna do it? Gonna do with it? Um, but yeah, for me, it's really interesting when. Or do you think it can be implemented in a personal training setting or not? What do you think as a supplement? So like a supplement to increase the NAD. Um, so well, it's, it's a complicated question because... It's just your opinion. Just what do you yeah, think? Yeah. Uh, for, well, the reason why I say it's complicated is because I, I'm concerned that coaches then go looking for this magic pill. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, they, and, you know, we everyone keeps repeating it, but basics first, basics first, basics first, right? And so uh, getting people to understand what they can do uh, with the basics, uh, you can't you, you can't take NAD plus without following the basics and get the, the real yeah. benefit from it. That being said, I definitely think that there's promise in it. I just think that we... We have to also beware of playing God a little bit. Is um, our body, you know, we're meant to we're meant to die at some point, right? So there are the processes that are going on in our body, which uh, which move us along closer to death, right? And so, yes, NAD plus shows promise in improving lifespan and health span in multiple animal models and, and stuff like that, as well as improving age related diseases in humans. Um, So yes, I think it definitely shows promise. I would say right now, uh, I mean, I've 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 supplemented with NAD, uh, well, NMN, yeah. um, and uh, I definitely felt an improvement in energy. But that's also because I make sure that I've got all the cofactors in the first place, so yeah. my basics are good. Um, so yes, to answer your question, it does show promise, but get the basics right first. Okay, maybe that's a good idea to 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 end uh, this episode is just give you like a few tips for the basics so that personal trainers uh, don't forget that there are no magic pills. Uh, you need to establish a good foundation first. Um, maybe five, uh, five important uh, basics that you uh, can tell to the um listeners yeah well um i can't insist enough on the importance of sleep uh yep. especially looking about performance and anti-aging i mean that's that's the number one thing for me so um uh, focus all your attention on fixing sleep um secondly is uh is hydration um you know making sure you're getting enough water again because for your cells to work correctly they need to be in the right environment it's one thing is feeding the cells which is making sure they get the right quality nutrients and all these sort of things. The next part is they're able to interact correctly and uh, hydration is a key factor in that. So that's two. Um, as we've seen, exercise 
seems to have a benefit on on a lot of things uh, on immune system function on aging on uh, insulin resistance sort of things so um uh, exercise to your ability uh, daily uh, or keep moving is 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 another one uh, so that's three uh, I do believe that uh, uh, quality of food is important. I know that some people out there say, you know, it's not as important, and to, you know, as long as you're in a calorie deficit, you're you're good. And like I said, I do agree in that from the perspective of fat loss, mm-hmm. but in the context of health and lifespan, quality nutrients are so important. Basically, for the same reason why I said. NAD plus for it to work needs to have all the right cofactors. So nutrient dense foods are going to contain much more of the cofactors necessary for everything to work correctly. Yeah, that's four. Um, and then five is unfortunately it's, it's awful to say this, but unfortunately um, we can't get everything from foods. Um, and so I do recommend uh, uh, certain base supplements and. Uh, definitely revolves around nowadays uh, a multivitamin um a good uh, fish oil you know omega-3 uh, uh, complete with gla and these sort of things um i definitely like to add in uh, uh, vitamin d or d3 and k2 um for better absorption and bone health um and then, yeah, what I noticed as well, and this is something that I've only started adding more lately, is also on top of the multi is a B vitamin complex because the, I'm taking, I'm taking a, a master's in biochemistry at the moment and um, I'm astounded by how much B vitamins are used in every pathway, in every... Uh, uh, um, enzymatic reaction and these sort of things so um i definitely think that we underappreciate how much b vitamins we really need to be healthy yeah, interesting interesting perfect perfect i think that's an, uh, a really nice conclusion um so nad really in, uh, interesting topic um make sure as a trainer you keep an eye on the research Uh, Then uh, set a really good website, Found My Fitness, where you can find a lot of more stuff about NAD+. If you want to have more scientific research, you can also go to examine.com, which is also a really reliable source of information. Uh, So then, uh, thank you. Uh, We will make sure that we record another uh, episode on another topic. But for me, it was really interesting uh, to learn more about the NAD. It's... um, a lot more clear now and also i'm going to go i'm going to go to the website uh to look it up a bit more uh to make sure i stay on track with the, the new research so thank you very much well, it was a pleasure i hope that i didn't over complicate things and stuff like that but i hope that it's everyone had something to take away from this so thank you for having me on here. yeah i'm pretty sure um if you want to learn more about dan um you can always uh, he gives nutrition courses for physical coaching academy which are really important uh to know as a personal trainer i think nutrition and training go hand in hand so the more you know about nutrition the better results you will get with your clients um As you heard, it's a lot biochemistry. It's not that easy. The body is not um, an 
an easy uh, thing, especially with nutrition. So I think you can really benefit with a really good nutrition course. So I definitely recommend the nutrition courses uh, from Dan with the Physical Coaching Academy. Uh, see you guys the next time. Bye, guys.